Hello and welcome to another episode of the Start Here Web Development Podcast. On this episode, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently. This is what we're calling an in-between-isode, a term which we've coined from the Tim Ferriss Podcast, where we will be releasing a new episode every now and then in between our normal Monday releases. So likely these will come out on Fridays, on the weeks that we do them, and they'll be based on one topic and they'll be quite short in comparison to our normal 45 or 60 minute episodes. Now, the topics for these in-between episodes are gonna be based on what people are writing in to me. So you can email me in at miller.dane, spelled D-A-I-N, at gmail.com. And when you email me, you can say what you're having the most trouble with, what you're struggling with the most. And based on that type of feedback, I will record these episodes and hopefully they're very strategic and practical. Before we get into the content today, I would really like to urge everybody listening to go and post a review on iTunes. So our podcasts are Start Here Web Development and Start Here Ruby on Rails. If you listen to and enjoy either of these podcasts, feel free to post a review on iTunes. That actually helps us out quite a bit because based on those reviews, uh, people, other people decide whether or not these are valuable to them. Um, I know iTunes doesn't post the reviews on the browse page so when you're simply browsing for a podcast they don't post the reviews but the way that reviews impact um, how how you show up in the rankings is unclear but it seems to make an impact so if you guys would you know if you guys enjoy the podcast and you have gotten any sort of value if you'd want to head on over to itunes and give us just a quick review i'd really really appreciate that thank you so much now let's dive into today's topic on today's very short practical in between episode, we're talking networking for introverts. Now, I know a lot of you guys are introverts, and I am as well. I think a lot of us are introverts and we have introverted tendencies. Now, when I'm talking about introverts, let's first dev- define the term. What does that mean? Well, the classic Myers-Briggs description of an introvert is somebody that gains energy from being alone and loses energy when they're around other people. So for instance, if you go to a party and then afterwards you feel really um, wore out or really low energy, uh, then perhaps you're an introvert. And an extrovert is actually somebody that gains energy around other people. So they might come out of a meeting fired up. They might come out of a party ready to go to another one, et cetera, et cetera. Now, conversation is a great sign of this as well. If you're somebody that easily conversates with other people and after a conversation you feel energized, perhaps you're a little bit of an extrovert. But if after a really big conversation you feel drained, perhaps you're a little bit of an introvert. Now that we've defined the terms, let's identify why we're talking about this. So networking is very important for anybody in any industry, and I think you guys all know that. We talk about the rule of 33% in another episode, but basically, and we will touch on this in another episode further, but basically you want to be around people 33% are on your level, 33% are below you that you're teaching, and 33% are above you that you're learning from. So that 33% on your level, that's kind of what we call networking. Also, you might be networking with people above you. And you might find people below you as well that you can teach. But the point is that networking typically is trying to attract people on that peer group type level. Cutting right to the chase here, the best networking tool for introverts is Twitter. And here's an exact formula, an exact step-by-step game plan that I want you to use to network on Twitter. Step one, create a Twitter account if you don't already have one. 
Step two, insert into the bio whatever the term is that you're trying to network around. So if you're trying to network as a web developer, make sure your bio on Twitter says or states that you are a web developer. Step three, make sure you put a nice, clear photo of yourself and a background or a Twitter banner image on your profile. Typically, just put like some kind of scenery as the banner image for now. And then for your photo, make sure the photo is clear and it doesn't have to be super great, but just make sure it's of your face and it's accurate and it's not like an animation or something. Step four, go ahead and post a few tweets for the next coming couple of days. So go ahead and post tweets for the next couple of days about the topic that you want to network around. So if it's web development, post articles that you're finding that are cool in web development. If it's front-end design, post articles that you find in front-end design. Make sure that you're posting a lot of different types of things. So post a picture, post a, you know, post a thought, post a, you know, a question, an interest, post a, um, whatever it is, just be interesting and be interesting in the area that you want to network in. This is the hardest step. Uh, a lot of people don't know how to use Twitter or how to post things on Twitter. It's not that hard. My recommendation is that you literally model other people, right? So as Richard Dawkins says in the selfish gene, we're simulation machines. Humans are simulation machines. So what I want you to do is go Google for web development podcasts. Then find the most popular ones like Full Stack Radio or stuff like that. Then find the hosts of those podcasts. Then find them on Twitter. Notice the ones that have a large following, so 10,000, 8,000 followers. Then identify what they're doing, how they're tweeting, which tweets of theirs gets the most likes and retweets. Understand what they're tweeting. Just get a feel for what they're tweeting. Understand Twitter through them as a lens. Then go to RailsConf on YouTube, find some of the most popular talks, find the authors of those talks or who the speaker was, uh, find their Twitter, and then analyze them as well and, and keep repeating this process. Step five, once you've tweeted for a couple of days, you're going to want to go to tweepy.com, T-W-E-E-P-I.com. Step six, once you're on Tweepy, register and create an account. Step seven. Go to the top, click Follower Tools, then click Follow Followers. Step eight, in the box that appears on the page that you're on, Following Followers, insert the Twitter usernames of the people that you looked up in the previous step. So if you found some people on YouTube, on RailsConf, or on podcasts, and you found them on Twitter and you analyze their Twitter, enter their Twitter accounts into this box. Hit Search. Then I want you to filter by statuses. So people that have posted statuses within the last day. And go ahead and follow. So the next step, the final step, is to follow these people every day. So Twitter allows you to follow up to 200 people per day. So what you want to do is you want to follow people that are within your niche on Twitter because a good number of those people will see you and follow you back. And then therefore later you can interact with them, right? So you're building, you know, a community. So you're, you're, and it doesn't have to be around you. You're not building this community around you necessarily. You're just literally making friends or connections. That's kind of what you're doing here. 
So go ahead and do that. Follow 200 people per day. Make sure you're following people that have posted statuses within the last day so that you're you're following actual real people um, that are active accounts, not dead accounts. Then what I want you to do is after doing that for three or four days, you'll have like, if you've never used Twitter before, you'll have a couple 150 or so extra followers um, or so thereabouts. And what I want you to do is continue doing this for two weeks. Continue doing this process for at least two weeks. Then every few days, I want you to DM a couple of those people and just say, hey, um, nice to meet you. I noticed you know, this in your profile. This is kind of cool. I like that too. Uh, did you happen to check out this article? you know, on web development or something, just DM them and strike up a conversation for each individual person. And what you'll do is by doing that, you're networking, so you're reaching out, you're building friendships. Also, you are establishing yourself in the community, that's huge. And eventually, you can utilize these friendships um, as friendships are normally utilized. So you can, you know, say, hey, if you need any help, I can help you. If, if Do you have any connections? I'm looking for a job. Maybe at one point, if you're looking for a job, you can reach out to them and say, hey, we were chatting earlier. You know, I don't know if you know anybody at this company. I see in your profile you work there. You know, is there any job openings available? So the point is, guys, through the utilization of Twitter uh, as an introvert, you can massively increase the amount of people that you're networking with, which if you're an introvert is probably zero. So it, let's increase that number. So utilizing Twitter, we can massively increase that number. So what we're gonna do is follow this prescriptive formula every day for two weeks. And it's tough because you have to figure out, okay, well, what am I gonna tweet? How am I gonna tweet? You have to put in the work and go and analyze those Twitter accounts of those popular people. Now, you don't wanna, you don't wanna analyze Ashton Kutcher right on Twitter or Kim Kardashian because that's not applicable to you. Analyze people that are sort of micro famous in your niche and see how they're doing things. And then based on that, you're gonna refine and refine and refine your own skill sets. And keep in mind guys, th this is just like the telephone. So this is another form of communication, just like the telephone. And the telephone came around and it put us in connection with more people. Twitter came around, it puts you in, in connection with more people. You need to take advantage of it and utilize it. Now, again, the hardest part is gonna be figuring out the tweets, what to tweet. And then again, the hardest part after that is the DMs because everything else is automated. You just click the buttons, guys. It's that easy and you'll start building followers on Twitter that you can then reach out to and interact with. Now, why is this better than cold emails? You could just theoretically cold email a bunch of 150 people, right? Well, the problem with that is they didn't opt in. So on Twitter, they're literally opting in to friendship with you. Because if you notice, I said to DM people that are following you. So therefore, they're opting into that friendship and they're more likely to respond. And, you know, when you're DMing these people, you're not going to ask something right away. You're not going to be like, hey, um, can you help me become a better web developer? No, you're just going to, you know, you DM them like a normal conversation, right? You're going to be like, hey, you know, I noticed this thing on your profile. You work at this company and you're a back-end developer. Uh, I'm also doing Ruby 2. Did you see this cool new Ruby 2.0? three feature or whatever you know who knows what the version is but so stuff like that like you just want to you know be an interesting person be learning about new and interesting things and share those new and interesting things out amongst your peer group the biggest hack that i could come up with for how to uh, attract more people into your life and how to attract more networking and connections is to do exactly what i just said 
So constantly be the one among the people that know you and the people you know that is learning new things and not preaching, not berating, not barraging, but simply every now and then sending out new information. So every now and then with different friends and different connections and such, sending them an email with a cool you know, post that is relevant to their industry that is a little bit advanced or something. Um, you know, reaching out to a friend and letting them know about something that you just learned, right? Like be that person. Those people are awesome. Like <laughs> the, we need more of those people. So be that person that's always learning, always improving by, by doing that. You're also giving yourself tons of ammunition to tweet about all kinds of stuff to tweet about. Right. And then there's all kinds of stuff to strike, strike up conversations with. Even if, um, sometimes even if I can't, find something in common with somebody i'll literally message them and be like hey how can i help you like this is an automated response like you followed me uh and you might be a web developer you might not i can't tell how can i help you can i i'd love to you know help you out in any way that i can weird stuff like that like so just try to be a little bit weird read books about this stuff so read um there's a book called compelling people read that i think that's one of the best modern sort of connection books obviously dale carnegie's how to win friends and influence people is good uh, and famous but i think compelling people is more modern science version of that so check that out and then you know read other books that are that are interesting as well and just always have interesting things to talk about if you lead an interesting life and you're learning it new and interesting things trust me you're gonna have tons of stuff to talk about tons of stuff to network about tons of people to meet people interested in you people interested in your life you know you have to increase your compelling factor you have to be more compelling because you know being an entrepreneur or being somebody that creates their own life it's about creating the world in your image right as the famous quote it says and if you're creating the world in your own image what that literally means is you're you're compelling enough such that the world offers to you what you request of it because there's no such thing as force or demand you have to be compelling such that the world will give you what you request of it and I'm telling you guys, if, if this is a key critical thing, and that's why it's the first in between episode, if you can up your compelling factor, I, I feel confident in saying that you can get everything you've ever dreamed of. If it, literally that one thing, if you can up that one thing, if you can study all you can about networking and being a better social person, being a better connector, it's not about money. I'm t you know, if you could be poor and have great social connections, take that one. You know, there's a book called Social, actually. Buy that book. I don't know who the author is, but that's a great book as well. It's like an orange, I think it's orange cover called Social. Get that one. You know, they do a lot of studies on this stuff. You got to increase your compelling factor. Do everything you can to work on that, you know. If you can update, if you can really increase that dramatically and be 10%, 20% more compelling than the world. Literally, so 95% of the world, let's use the 80-20 principle, right, to be conservative. 80% of the world is not that compelling. Uh, and the reason we know this is because 80% of the world is not extremely rich and successful that they aren't living out their dream lives, right? There could be any reason why that is, but let's just, for the sake of this conversation, let's say it's because they're not compelling enough. So the other 20% is. So therefore, how do you cross the chasm from that 80% to the 20%? The 20% living the life they want, the dreams they have, the world is, is providing to them what they want because they're compelling enough such that it happens. How do you cross that chasm? Well, the quickest way is to literally 
be 10 to 20% better than the 80%, right? So if you're just simply a small amount better than the vast majority of people, you'll get noticed. So I really think that one factor, this is a key factor if you're an introvert or an extrovert. If you're an introvert and you don't like networking with people, well, I can pretty confidently say that means you're not gonna achieve anything great because you have to do things with other people. I mean, there's every now and then the one-off guy that posts some amazing art on the internet or does some kind of amazing one-off uh, one thing that is very successful. That's very rare. Uh, you, you're gonna need other people. Most of what you want in life is out your front door, communicating with people, contacting people, talking with other people, building, uh, being part of a group, part of a tribe, part of a community. Daniel Lieberman talks about this. Calls, calls it memory happiness where you know you build happiness from success and achievement but also there's this thing called familial happiness which is like people that you've known for a long time so being in a tribe is part of this this concept of happiness being around people that are part of your sort of similar goals and similar destiny to you in some way this also creates happiness in, in some people so there's all these different reasons why being social, being good at networking, being not a super recluse is important. So I'll leave it at that. Very short episode today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Remember, Twitter is the best place for networking as an introvert. If you know anybody that's learning programming, feel free to send them this podcast. We would really appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter at Dane Miller, D-A-I-N-M-I-L-L-E-R, at Start Here FM. And... Thanks so much, guys. We will see you next time.